At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello and welcome to episode 123 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. How's it going, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. We are here to celebrate the return of the NBA. What do you say, guys? Can you believe it? We now have the second major sport to return, uh, resume play after the COVID pandemic caused uh, courts, uh, sports to basically cancel and shut down and postpone for months and months on end, but we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Obviously, we have MLB back, which we grind every single day, but it's just awesome to get a huge sport like NBA, really what I would call one of the big public sports overall, you know, throw it right up there with uh, with the NFL and college football. So uh, we have two opening day games. Uh, I'm calling it hashtag reopening night. We have the Jazz and the Pelicans. We have the Clippers and the Lakers. I hope everyone uh, signed up for the VEASAN newsletter. Get that delivered to your inbox every single morning because I started your guys off, uh, your morning off with a little sharp report talking about where the sharp action is going for the spread and uh, and the total for those two games. If you haven't signed up yet, it's free. Make sure you do it. Tell a friend, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. So hit on the two NBA opening day games. We'll also talk a ton of baseball like we always do. Had a couple nice hits yesterday. Uh, nice seeing those uh, Minnesota Twins, Detroit Tigers. Um, also able to get the White Sox there. A couple hits along the way. That San Diego San Fran over. My guy, uh, my guy Yaz, uh, Carly Ostremski's. Is it his grandson or his nephew? But 
he was able to hit a walk-off there. And just some crazy hits last night, guys, if you're on a couple dogs. Seattle came back in one around plus 230. San Fran came back in one around plus 170. So uh, nice hits later in the night if you're able to uh, cash on a couple of those. Uh, but let's get after it. Uh, I want to remind everyone we do have our VEASAN Points Spread Weekly magazine out. It's our latest edition. It's a special edition because it's got a ton of return to NBA stuff, return to hockey stuff. It's got all of our wisest guys. Uh, we have Matty Humans. We have JBT talking NBA, Tooley's Takes, uh, a lot of baseball stuff as well. So remember, uh, if you sign up for the uh, VEASAN subscription, uh, usually it's a paid membership, and I think it's completely, completely worth it. But right now it's still free, I believe, up until August 10th. So if you go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, you can get access to that Point Spread Weekly magazine, get everything that we do. You also get that afternoon best bet email with the subscription, which I think is a really a hidden gem of VEASAN because we just, um, my guy Bill Adi, my boss, he just compiles all the best bets from uh, everyone who works at VEASAN and then all the uh, sharp hosts that come on. So in the afternoon, you'll get that email and usually an another update later in the night with all the best bets from all the hosts. But uh, you can always find uh, find more VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Remember, we do have that free NHL betting guide. You can go to VEASAN.com slash free, put in your email, we'll email it to you. So uh, a lot of great stuff going on at VEASAN. And remember, get on Twitter. Twitter is the best place where the conversation and the sports betting content never ends. Make sure you follow at VEASAN Live. You can also follow me at Josh underscore insights and, uh, and let's get after it guys. So first off, I want to give you an update. I got to get on my soapbox a little bit. Uh, you've heard me over the past couple of days, get super excited, optimistic about uh, it's crazy the way this has gone. You know, the week started off with um, this basically a lobbying effort uh, on the part of DraftKings, FanDuel, MGM, the Red Sox, the Celtics, uh, all the heavy hitters in Massachusetts lobbying to the congressman to legalize sports betting. And then what we saw over the last couple of days, the sports betting uh, bill, which was part of a larger economic development bill, uh, over $400 million, uh, it got passed with flying colors, vote of 156 to 3. And I'm like, oh my God, this is actually happening. I'm going to get legalized betting in my state. Getting super excited, you know, and of course, what happens, guys? An absolutely awful, awful bad beat. This really, really annoyed me, got me really pissed off. Um, basically what happened is the Senate completely, um, for lack of a better word, screwed us here. The state Senate, uh, you had the amendments to legalize sports betting. They were removed. Um, all these amendments that, that were going to legalize betting, they failed. And then the congressman who put forth the amendments, they withdrew their support. And basically sports betting is dead in Massachusetts, guys. And I'm really, really annoyed by it. Um, I'm really just upset with my with my state here. It's such a low-hanging fruit opportunity. Sports betting should be legalized across the country. States should have the ability to legalize betting within their state. And what's crazy to me is, you know, this is an economic development bill. You know, my state, Massachusetts, just like your state and many others, been hit so hard by COVID-19. Um, people are, are, are struggling to, to make ends meet. And this would have been a way to bring in revenue, generate tax revenue to the state of Massachusetts. And that's the whole point of this bill. And yet all these state senators withdrew their support, took sports betting legalization amendment out of the overall bill. And this is what they said. This is according to uh, Steph Solis, who writes for a publication of Massachusetts that covers state politics called Mass Live. Uh, she basically said, let's see, um, 
Uh, essentially confirmed Senator Rodriguez that uh, what gaming and legislative sources have suggested the last week, legislative leaders on the Senate side aren't keen on adding sports betting to economic development bill, the likelihood of it appearing in the final bill is increasingly slim. And then this guy, Rodriguez, says, as it relates to sports gaming, sports wagering, I believe that certainly the time is close when we are going to be tackling this issue, but the time is not now, nor is this the proper vehicle to do it. Um, basically, everyone's saying it's going to happen eventually, which is the bright, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. It will get legalized, but I thought it was going to be now. I thought it was going to be this week. I thought they were going to uh, put all the regulations together so that we could bet, you know, as soon as January 2021. But um, obviously, it's been withdrawn. It's upsetting. The beat goes on. Um, I'm sorry if I got everyone excited. I really thought this was going to happen. All the experts I followed said this is the way they're going to do it. Uh, and, of course, politicians let you down. But if that's the first time you heard that, um, I got a bridge to sell you. But uh, anyway, I digress. We'll get it someday. Um, but, unfortunately, uh, it did not go through and um, very annoying, to say the least. Uh, with that being said, let's start talking some NBA. You know what's a good way to, to feel better about NAS not legalizing betting? Winning a bunch of bets tonight and making a bunch of money. So let's start off with the two games for today, Utah Jazz, New Orleans Pelicans. Then we'll hit on the Clippers-Lakers right after that. But let's see let's see uh, how the action is going here. So obviously this first game, Jazz-Pelicans, is a 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time game. There's only two games tonight, 6.30 and 9 o'clock. They're going to be extremely heavily bet. You know, we've seen uh, from David Purdom and my guy Thomas Gable at, at the Borgata in Jersey uh, reports of just incredible handle on Major League Baseball. And I think, you know, Major League Baseball is typically a sport where you have your diehards and maybe the public gets in on it early, they come back for the playoffs, but the grinding long-term season of baseball, you know, ticket counts are not nearly even close to an NFL game, um, you know, an NBA game, a college football game. So what we're seeing now is a massive influx of betting on baseball because it's the only sport in town. However, now with NBA, this is really the sport, you know, visually. I, I'll just tell you this, guys, you know, I make my girlfriend watch baseball every night since it comes back and she just is on her phone looking at Instagram doesn't care and you know it is what it is she always says it's so boring how do you watch this and I'm like because I got action on this game um that's a whole another story but uh with uh the handle being massive for baseball that was just a product of being thirsty for something to bet on now that we have NBA I think you're going to see the ticket counts for NBA absolutely skyrocket I think that's where the public is really really going to gravitate to uh it's exciting it's more fast-paced um, and it's just more of a public sport anyway. And remember, in these big public sports, where does the public want to bet? On the favorite. On the home team, but there are no home teams now with everyone in the bubble. Uh, the bubble. It's all um, you know, neutral court for everybody. But favorites and overs. You want to sweat an over, it's much more fun to root for points and scoring than it is to root for a low-scoring, boring game. Shot clock violation, bricks, stuff like that. Um, so what are we seeing here for the first game? Jazz and Pelicans. Basically what I was getting there is, uh, contrarian value to bet against the public in the NBA, I think, will be a, a big, big story here. Uh, so the first game, um, we have the Jazz Pelicans. The Jazz, they were 41-23, and 23, Pelicans 28-36. and 36. The Jazz, um, they're the fourth seed right now in the Western Conference, and you have New Orleans the tenth seed. Now, you saw the Pelicans actually open up as a short favorite here. The Pelicans opened uh, about a three-point favorite overall. And you've seen this line uh, basically drop to two and a half or stay at three. So what's interesting here is that, you know, you have a, a slight majority of bets taking the Pelicans. So the Jazz would have contrarian value. And really every time this number um, 
what was three down to two and a half, it was because you had sharp money, respected betters, coming in on the Jazz plus three. Now, I am start, starting to see here, um, you know, last night when I wrote the newsletter, the line was two and a half everywhere. I am seeing some books go to three right now. I would highly doubt it goes to three and a half. Um, I think if you want to wait it out, this is a perfect situation to monitor juice movement. Like all these books that are at a three, look at where that juice is at. You know, I basically what I'm getting at is to me, the Jazz are the value play here. They're contrarian and heavily back game. You've had pretty much a line freeze. Line stayed at three or even gone to two and a half. Um, and that tells me that all liability has been on Utah uh, in this situation here. But if you start to see any of these books, you know, it's three minus 110 at all the books that went from two and a half to three. See where this, this goes. Does it go back down to two and a half? If so, you want to look at the juice on the plus three on the Jazz. If that goes plus three minus 110 to plus three minus 115 to plus three minus 120, that tells you that liability is on the Jazz, and it's probably going to go to two and a half. On the flip side, you see that minus three Pelicans go minus 110, minus 115, minus 120. That means maybe you want to wait it out and grab the three and a half there. Um, but as of right now, it's even across the board. To me, this isn't the sharpest play in the world, but all liability has been on the Jazz side here. The Jazz did win. Um, they've had three matchups between these, these two teams. The Jazz have won um, two of them overall. Uh, what's interesting to me as well, you know, you do have Zion, who's who looks like he's a quote-unquote game-time decision, but it looks like he will play. He left the bubble earlier for a, a family situation, but he is back. Uh, the Jazz did lose um, one of their starters, uh, Bogdanovich. He broke his wrist earlier, um, you know, before before the you know the reboot here in the bubble. Uh, but to me, again, it, it's the points with the Jazz that has value, kind of with that Conchurian line freeze overall. Now, what's interesting to me as well is the total. So this is a really, really sharp overplay, guys. Uh, the over opened at 220.5. It's all the way up to 224.5. I'm actually seeing 225. Now, what's tough here is the fact that, you know, you would have really wanted to jump on this over earlier. You wanted to get this over at 220.5, 221, 222, 223. The fact that it's at 225, it's rough to then take that over there after it's risen five full full points. So if anything, you know, I could see a little value on taking the under in that spot with that inflated line overall. But I, I do have to tell you this, guys. If you want to sweat the over, I don't think it's the worst play in the world. You are, um, I'm not going to say chasing steam. Maybe you are a little bit, but I think that's clearly the sharp side overall. Um, I have access to a lot of uh, sharp signals that I look at when basically steam or reverse line move hits the market. And the last sharp move that I saw was over 223.5. So if anything, maybe you wait it out. I think it's gotten so high that you might see some under betting come in just because, you know, it has moved so far off the opener. So if you can get it down 224.5, 224, um, to me, I'm still eyeing the opener, uh, the over here. I think it's a combination of both sharp action and some public betting, about two-thirds of bets. But two-thirds of bets from the public are not going to move a total you know, almost five points. That's really wise guy driven action there overall. But I did want to share one thing with you guys. Um, you know, I told you yesterday I wanted to bet WNBA and I did end up betting WNBA. I took the over in the first two games and they both cashed uh, pretty easily. And I saw a similar sort of thing like I'm seeing with this Jazz Pelicans game, a big move to the over. Uh, the Mercury um, Fever game was 160 to 164 and a half. The Liberty game was 162.5 to 165.5, and, and both went over pretty easily. Although if you took the over Liberty wings, it got a little dicey there at the end. 
But I did see, um, tracking some of my systems here, that the over in the in the WNBA is 9-2-1, to start the season here. So this is interesting, interesting to me, one, because you know if you had bet all these overs, you're killing it in the WNBA. But I liken it back to the fact that you know one narrative I've heard and I, I thought was going to be true, and maybe it does end up being true, is that in the NBA, in the bubble, uh, unders are going to do very well. Why? Because basically um, it's been a long layoff, and basically you know offensive games are hurt by long layoffs. You lose your shot, you lose your rhythm. Um, you're really not in tune with your with your teammates. Uh, maybe you need some more practice time to get all the sets down, and basically you're going to brick a lot of shots, and your offensive game is way behind the defensive game. I also saw an article that I thought was kind of interesting. Someone was saying like you know with no fans in the stands. Uh, it's much easier for the defensive teams to bark out signals and tell people where to go and match up. And basically that's going to um, basically help a lot of unders as well. So that's been the narrative. But I look at the WNBA and I say they started in a bubble. They've played 12 games in the bubble and nine of them have gone over. So what does that tell you? To me that tells you maybe that narrative about uh, NBA bubble unders you know, crushing it to begin the, the restart here, maybe that's wrong. So basically, long story short is, you know, I wouldn't, there's a lot of um, narratives, public narratives and conventional wisdoms that uh, a narrative forms and everyone kind of goes goes with it. Maybe, maybe you want to go against that narrative. I don't know. We're going to have to see here. This is an unprecedented situation, but that was interesting to me. If you do like the over there, um, same thing in WNBA, uh, 9-2-1 to the over so far and a lot of over money on the Jazz Pelicans. I will add, Jazz Pelicans have played three times this year. Um, the meetings have been like this, 128-120, 128-126, and 138-132. All very, very high-scoring games in the you know one high 140s, 150s, uh, 160s even. So for what it's worth, um, even if you're getting the back end of that number, I tell you what, I still like that over uh, Jazz Pelicans. Uh, next game, Clippers-Lakers, biggest game of the night. Great game here, guys, and this is the epitome of a value play contrarian play on the Clippers. Uh, you have two-thirds of bets on the Lakers. The Lakers opened, um, depending on where you're looking at, uh, they opened as a short one-point favorite. And this line is all the way up to four and a half. So what's going on here, guys? Two-thirds of bets on the Lakers. It's a nine o'clock game. Remember, when you're going contrarian betting against the public, you want to do it in the most heavily bet games of the day. And the ticket count on this game is going to be ridiculous. Nine o'clock, prime time. TNT, nationally televised, two NBA champion hopefuls, possible Western Conference preview, and the Clippers are only getting a third of bets. So right off the bat, don't even tell me what the line is, how it moved. Clippers automatically have a lot of value being a really, really valuable contrarian play in a super heavily bet game in the first game back. Now you add in a massively inflated line. So Lakers open as a one-point favorite. They're now all the way up to four and a half. To me, getting the Clippers at four and a half is a really good value play because not only are you contrarian and heavily bet game, but you're taking advantage of a massive adjustment. So oddsmakers are telling you when they open at Lakers minus one that this is going to be a close game. This is pretty much a pick em. This is pretty much a toss-up. You're now getting three and a half points of extra value based on the public hammering the Lakers. And I will admit this is a, a bit of an injury game. You know, This is a, a game where you got to get on Twitter and you got to be able to track um, you know, all the updates here because you do have a lot of guys who are out and questionable for the Clippers. Uh, Lou Williams, we all know him. He got he got wings at a strip club and said he didn't he wasn't there for the girls. 
He was there for the wings, which apparently I guess is somewhat true. People have been saying the wings are ridiculous there. Uh, but Lou Williams is out. Montrez Harrell is out, personal reasons. Landry Shamit looks like he will play. Patrick Beverly is questionable. So, you know, obviously you want Beverly to be in there. Um, but I think it's a combination of public really overvaluing and hammering the Lakers. Um, they just remember how good they are, unbeatable they are, and give me that favorite, laying a short spread. Um, but also um, a little injury concern there. The Lakers do miss Avery Bradley um, and Rajon Rondo. Bradley's out. He opted out. Rondo broke his thumb in practice. Uh, Anthony Davis will play. He got poked in the eye earlier this week. LeBron's obviously going to play. But to me, at number one, if you look at it this way, laying, laying the Lakers minus four and a half, even if they win by 10, 15, is not a smart play. You're getting the back end of a line that's already moved a ton, and you're getting the worst of the number. To me, it's all about Clippers. Clippers are the value play, getting the four and a half. Um, some books at four and a half, it does look like the juice is uh, leaning a little bit on the plus four and a half with Clippers. So I would expect this line to maybe close back down at four. I think this is a a play where you grab the four and a half with the hook. That way, it's a four point game. You're able to uh, you're able to cover that one. Uh, these teams have met um, what three times this year. The Clippers are two and one. Um, what's another another thing that's um, kind of kind of uh, catching my eye here is this is actually a really sharp under. Now I know it's tough to sweat an under in the NBA, but we can't deny that this is a sharp under play. The total open two seventeen and a half. Uh, you have two thirds of bets on the over. Public says, I got Kawhi, LeBron, Anthony Davis, all these great players on the same court. They're going to score a million points. Give me the over. And maybe that happens. However, despite a majority of bets taking the over, this total has fallen. 217.5. It all the way got it got all the way down to 215.5. You saw a little bit of uh, you know market correction here. It's now back to 216. I'm actually seeing some books actually back at 217. But even so, you know, all liability has been under. This line has basically either stayed the same or really fallen and been adjusted back up to the under. To me, I would I would hold it out, you know, hold out a little bit here. I would try to get as close to 217 if you can to grab that under. Um, this is also the importance of you know having access to multiple books and reading juice movement overall. This I do have a system here, divisional unders that fall at least a point, although now it's you know evening out. But that system I have is about 56% historically. And also these teams, you know, it's kind of like in baseball, contrarian unders for winning teams when two really good teams play. You know, typically the under has more value. Public, you know, public wants to bet the over, and usually the you know the competition of two good, te- really good teams going head to head, tighter, lower scoring games. But Clippers are two and one against the Lakers this year. They won the first two. Lakers won the last one. But look at these scores, guys: 112-102 and 111-106. Uh, that's those are the games the Clippers won. So that's that total was uh, 214. They scored and then 217. And then Lakers won the most recent one, 112-103. So that's 215. So all three matchups have been 217 or less. And what's the total right now? It's at 217. So take that for what it's worth. To me, this is a sharp underplay, all betting over, but it stayed the same or fallen. Um, and the Clippers to me are a really good value play, getting four and a half. Um, I think that's. Uh, that's really a play where you can buy low and just, you know, take advantage of an inflated line, get a better number based on public overreaction on reopening night. Um, but there you have it, guys. Broken uh, Broke down our two NBA opening night games. We're going to take a short break here. Uh, hear a couple words from our sponsors. Uh, we'll be right back, and we will gravitate over to the MLB slate. We have 10 games uh, on the MLB docket today. 
and we're going to talk about a bunch of sharp plays. Where's the public? Where's the smart money going? Seeing a ton of sharp line moves and good value uh, on the diamond today. So stick with us uh, on the Everything Guide. Uh, on the Everything Guide. <laughs> on the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. That's the name of my book. Uh, stick with us on the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with Josh Applebaum. We'll be back right after a short break here. Stay with us. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, <laughs> he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. Welcome back to the Visa Market Insights Podcast. We're going to finish up our pod today, guys. We started off um, talking about uh, unfortunately, Massachusetts uh, failing to legalize betting. Um, I feel like uh, Lucy in the football uh, just being taken away from me when I get so excited, but whatever, it'll eventually happen. Uh, just not right now, sadly. And we broke down our two games in the NBA opening night, talking about Jazz value play in the over and the Clippers value play and the under. Now let's gravitate to MLB. Um, so how did everyone do in MLB last night, guys? A um, couple games were able to cash. The White Sox, good movement there. Um, really get the Pittsburgh under, although Pitt couldn't come through. Detroit, I tell you what, Detroit's been coming up big lately with that line move in their favor. Minnesota, uh, San Diego, San Fran over. So I had about six and five the games we talked about. Um, so let's try to uh, try to post uh, another good good day here, as always. So a couple that I've uh, that I've circled. I think we're going to skip a couple, um, but the first one that caught my eye: Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. Really liked uh, really liked the Cubs yesterday. 
kind of that pick them line with a line move in their favor, and uh, they got crushed 12-7 to uh, in a game that, again, the importance of looking at a, uh, a contrarian over, public on the under with two good pitchers going, and yet that line uh, showed all liability over and went, you know, uh, overcashed easily. Um, and I think that's a classic um, situation that we should always remember. If you have two really good stud pitchers like yesterday, Kendricks and, um, and Sonny Gray, and you see heavy betting on the under, yet the line stays the same or juice actually is, is toward the over, that's a dead giveaway. That's a great contrarian over opportunity. Uh, but I think this is a good buyback spot to grab the Cubs. So, number one, Cincinnati off a huge win. Uh, the Reds opened as a kind of short minus 130 home favorite with the Cubs around plus 120. And this line is absolutely tanked. So you have Castillo against you, Darvish. And Castillo, uh, stud pitcher here. Um, one uh, No record, but a 1.5 ERA. It was a great opening day, or his opening start. You Darvish, 0-1-1, 6.75 ERA. It's another example of the public. Uh, now that we have the second you know, second uh, spot through each pitcher, they're going to just focus on those ERAs. And you can kind of um, bet against the guy who had a good start, kind of buy low on a guy who had a bad start, uh, take advantage of that recency bias. But public is uh, kind of torn, but leaning to Cincinnati here. And the line is really tanked toward the Cubs. So really sharp move toward the Cubs. You've seen them go uh, plus 120 all the way down to plus 102. This is getting down to a pick em type price. Cubs would be uh, value play in terms of a road divisional dog off a loss with a high total. So the total here uh, opened at 8.5. And, and it looks like um, actually some books open 9. Let me take a look at this. Actually open 9 down to 8.5. So right off, the board, uh, right off the bat, um, it does look like you did have a little under sharp money here. The more I look at it, yeah, wind blowing in a little bit. But to me, the play here is uh, is grabbing the Cubs. Huge line move. Um, even though slight majority bets on Cincy, that line has really, really moved bigly uh, to the Cubbies there, plus 120 down to plus 102. Uh, keep cruising the Yankees and Baltimore. Um, perfect test case yesterday. You saw the Yankees uh, obviously roll against, uh, against Baltimore. How, how do you not take the Yankees every time? To me, I would, I would really be afraid of laying these huge prices, even though it seems like a guarantee. There's no such thing as a guarantee in, in any sport, in any type of bet. Uh, do not tell me it's a 50-star lock, and do not tell me it's a guaranteed winner because anything can happen. Just tell that to my Patriots in uh, 2007 in the game that shall not be mentioned. However, laying huge minus prices, minus 350, minus 360 last night with Cole, even though the Yankees won 9-3, uh, is not a smart move long term because uh, you know betting to risk not bet to win. You have to lay a lot, and you're not going to get a huge payout. And if you lose, you're going to going to get absolutely crushed. You could go you know eight and two with those plays, but the two you lose are going to hurt you. And the, all those eight ones that you win, you're not getting a big return there overall. So if you do like the Yankees tonight, um, they are a huge public play. They open minus two hundred. They're up to minus two thirty. Uh, I would at least flip it over to a run line bet. So instead of laying minus 230, you can lay a minus 1.5 around minus 159, I'm looking at. Uh, so keep that in mind. You know you do see some uh, some smart money, both po uh, pro and public, to the over. The over open at 10.5, at and, and the juice is really toward the over. Some looks even open at 10, up to 10.5, and, and now the over is 10.5 over minus 115. Um, you have Hap against Means. I, I actually kind of like Means last year. I thought he was kind of decent. Uh, but if you if you want to sweat, um, the Yankees at least flip it to the run line. You're going to get a better payout and risk a little bit less. Uh, the Red Sox and the Mets, guys. Can you believe it? My Sox yesterday finally won a baseball game. 
which was unbelievable, and the overhitting there in that game too. Um, Boston and New York Mets game two here. Perez against Steven Matz. Um, kind of a line freeze. Public is still on the Mets. Public still hates the Red Sox, but a little bit of a line move toward Boston. Um, you saw the Mets minus 150 to around minus 145. Not a huge move, but a high total. Sox would be a dog high total. Totals at nine or nine and a half. And you have seen some books at nine, uh, nine and a half down to nine, back to nine and a half. Uh, so nothing too notable there with the total. I actually saw a couple line moves on the under nine and a half. But if you want to sweat the socks, you know, public says they stink, can't win two in a row. But I think uh, maybe maybe a little mojo going today after a, a huge win. I don't know if anyone watched that game, but that ninth inning was woo, scary. Brandon Workman barely got out of it. Little floater to Peraza who caught it. And uh, that was a sweaty, sweaty Red Sox win last night. Uh, keep cruising. Cleveland and Minnesota. Uh, the Beebs is on the mound against Jose Brios. I think this is the game of the night, guys. Great game here. Uh, two, uh, two great teams with two studs on the mound. Tickets are dead even. Public doesn't know who to take. They see Minnesota keep winning, um, but Cleveland's a great team, and they got the Beebs on the mound. Cleveland 3-2, and two, Minnesota 4-1. and one. This is a really sharp Minnesota Twins play. Tickets are even, but this game opened as pretty much a pick em type play. Uh, even some books shading a little bit to the Indians, minus 107 to the Twins, minus 103. That was at Caesars. And we've seen a big, big adjustment to the Twins. The Twins have now moved minus 103, minus 105, all the way to minus 120. So I think you'll ha probably have a little bit of buyback, a little bit of adjustment here. But I think this is a really, really sharp play with Minnesota. You've seen even tickets split. And remember, tickets are even. A line shouldn't move at all. The fact that it was adjusted pretty big to Minnesota tells me you had some smart money uh, from respected bettors hit uh, Minnesota and move that line further in their favor. Uh, and again, Minnesota, a home favorite, usually you're laying a big number. Here, obviously, it's a, a tough Cleveland team you got to hit. you got to bat, uh, battle and go against. Uh, but that is a clear line move to Minnesota, similar to how we saw that clear line move um, to the Cubbies as well. Keep cruising, KC and Detroit. Detroit, the gift that keeps on giving. Talked about yesterday, they got down and came back. Um, they were uh, kind of a fade the trendy dog yesterday. And uh, wouldn't you know it, the under hit as well, guys, under 9.5. Uh, I wrote about in the newsletter the hook, the importance uh, of that hook. And uh, I was able to cash with the under 9.5, landed on 9. But uh, this is a sharp spot to actually take KC. So Singer against Nova, tickets are even, but Smart Money's all been KC. So this line opened pretty much a pick'em type price or a little bit to KC around minus 110 to even money. And you've seen this line shoot up all the way to KC minus 130. So that line has been moving, moving, moving toward KC. Uh, divisional, divisional favorite, you know, we lean divisional dogs because those that built-in familiarity benefits the dog. But big line move to KC around minus 110, minus 116, all the way up to minus 130, and it's not a public play. The public isn't uh, banging down uh, banging down the door of every sportsbook saying, I want to bet KC today. This is all sharp money driven, um, and that's all been uh, on KC. And I think KC is one of your sharpest plays today with that line move. Keep cruising, Tampa Bay and Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, another sharp play here. Atlanta is another really, really wise guy play tonight. So uh, you did see... You know, I took a shot on uh, Tampa Bay yesterday. I like that kind of line move um, opportunity, contrarian play with um, with Tampa Bay, and they're actually up and then blew it late, so lost that one. Uh, but this is a good spot to grab Atlanta. Public's on Tampa Bay. They say Tampa Bay's great, and they're coming off a loss, so they have to bounce back and win. They got a better record, 4-2, and two, Atlanta 3-3. Three and three. However, really sharp line move to Atlanta. 
Two-thirds of bets are on Tampa. So right off the bat, Atlanta is in that, that juicy spot where they're a contrarian home favorite uh, that the public is dismissing. And they also have a really good line move. The Atlanta Braves have opened minus 125, short home favorite. They're up to minus 140. So that line is moving in their favor, kind of like Minnesota here, even though the public is grabbing Tampa Bay. Uh, so they have Max Freed on the mound. Um, he was pretty good, I remember. Um, I remember I took the Mets, and I think he beat me earlier this year. Yeah, 3.6 ERA. Uh, but this is a really good buy opportunity on Atlanta. This is a classic fade the trendy dog. Line is moving toward Atlanta, even though public is all over Tampa Bay. So what does that tell you? It tells you a sharp play there uh, is with ATL. Uh, the Dodgers and Arizona. Dodgers uh, got their revenge a little bit. Joe Kelly. Uh, Joe Kelly used to be on the Sox, and guy throws a million miles an hour. It's kind of wild, uh, but he's kind of a cult hero, if you know what I mean. And uh, what did he say? Uh, uh, nice swing. Uh, nice swing, bitch. Like anyone watch, watches Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman. Science, bitch. Uh, just kind of funny. That both came to mind. But now, uh, now they're making T-shirts with him. Uh, Correa. So uh, he actually got suspended. Kind of ridiculous. On Twitter blew up yesterday with eight-game suspension, which he'll appeal, but eight games for not even hitting anyone but throwing at him, and yet uh, Houston, who actually cheated their way to a World Series, or maybe even two, um, you know, only won one, but uh, they didn't get suspended at all. So what does that tell you about Manfred? Um, although I will give Manfred credit. Side note, guys, he is basically uh, adding MLB chaperones to every single MLB team to make sure they comply uh, and, and aren't stupid and wear masks and don't leave the club. Don't leave the uh, hotels to go partying, which, by the way, I don't know if it's confirmed, but what I've read is that the Miami Marlins, when they were in Atlanta, the whole team went out to the strip club and to party in the clubs, and that's how they got Corona and spread it to everyone. So if that's true, they should just be banished from this season. Like, that is just so stupid and ridiculous and risky and dangerous. Um, it actually makes me feel better about baseball being played because they've done, mil you know, not millions, but thousands of tests and everyone is negative except the whole Marlins team is positive. So that tells me it's not a systemic thing. It's actually them being idiots uh, spreading the virus. Um, that's a whole other story. Uh, but um, Dodgers are at Arizona after taking uh, two out of two against Houston. And uh, this line opened minus 150 Dodgers. And it's kind of uh, dropped a little bit toward Arizona. So a little bit of a sharp line move to Arizona. Dodgers minus 150 down to minus 140. Um, and you're seeing that line move to uh, the D-backs, who, uh, by the way, did, did blow it yesterday for me. Uh, got a lead uh, on Texas and, and blew it late. But if you look at the total, this looks like a pretty sharp underplay. Uh, open 9.5. Juice is 9.5 under minus 120. I'm actually seeing some books fall to 9. So a little bit of dog value there in Arizona and also um, uh, good under opportunity. And always look at... The D-backs, uh, is the roof open or closed at Chase Field? You always want it closed if you're betting it under because that always helps. Um, then last couple of games, keep an eye on it. Seattle Cash yesterday, they're another big dog today. Um, if anything, I lean Seattle or nothing. I'm not laying minus 200, minus 210 with uh, with the Angels and Dylan Bundy, although Bundy was pretty good in his, his, opening, uh, his opening start. Um, and then same thing with uh, San Diego and San Fran. Big win by San Fran. Uh, last night, cashing as a big dog, and uh, to me, it's either San, San Fran or nothing again tonight. Uh, open minus 175 San Diego. It's still uh, around minus 170 now, dipped a little bit towards San Fran. And I would look a little bit, you know, if you look at the total, you know, it's at eight. 
Um, little liability to the over. Um, wind is blowing out about 10 miles an hour. You have a little bit of an over ump with Tom Woodring. So keep an eye a little bit to that over there. Uh, but yeah, just talking about the games we hit on, uh, probably your sharpest ones of the day, the Cubbies, uh, Minnesota Twins, KC, ATL. Um, I think those are the ones that you're really uh, you're really going to circle with your with your uh, notepad and uh, and pen like me, uh, which I have a million of them and uh, I keep I write all my plays in. Um, but there you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar. Thirsty Thursday. Doesn't it feel great to have the NBA back? Just a uh, just a great sign adding another major sport, and uh, I can't wait because the NHL is coming back. Uh, not tomorrow, uh, Saturday. So uh, my Bruins' first game is Sunday against Philadelphia. Cannot wait to sweat and bet some hockey. Remember, get that hockey betting guide for free from our guy Andy McNeil at VEASAN, VEASAN.com slash free. so where you can sign up and get it. And as always, guys, if you ever have any questions, comments, concerns, you want to ask me about absolutely anything, you know, sports betting, um, you know, kind of philosophies or trends or systems, I'm always here to help. Uh, so you can email me anytime, josh at beeson.com. But there you have it, everyone. Another day, another dollar. Stay sharp, stay contrarian. Remember, if you want to support the team, if you want to learn more about sports betting, if you enjoy the way we break down games and want to, you know, brush up on uh, different strategies, systems, how to shop for the best line, how to read line movement, how to identify a sharp play, when to lay off, how to manage your bankroll, all that stuff. You know, sport-by-sport sport breakdowns. Um, how to attack each sport. You can find my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. If you wanted to buy it, if you wanted to give it five stars and a solid review, that would make me really happy and make my day. So uh, thank you all. Thank you for being a listener to the pod. Thank you for supporting Beeson, and uh, and I will see you at the window tonight. But I tell you what, I'll be very upset if you have a parlay ticket in your hand. Have a great night, night guys. Good luck. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.